0: Radio 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk. Chaz Cook coming at you this week. I am joined by Mr. Ryan Casey. Chaz, I am back, but we're missing people. We are missing people. Uh, Pat and Byron are preoccupied today, we're going to say. We're not going to say that their spirit animals are here. We don't want any confusion like the last couple of weeks where people might have thought they disappeared on us, but they will be back next week. Uh, but we are excited for this week's show. We've got Memorial Day weekend on deck, and we've got a longtime friend of the show, Mr. Brian Fay of New England Home Mortgage here to talk to us about what he's seeing in the mortgage industry and about a couple of terms that may have gotten a bad rep back in 06, 07, 08, and then we also have one other special guest joining us today. Producer Bobby is coming out from behind the camera to fill us in on his commentary of what he thinks about the current real estate market. He should probably say behind, uh, behind it all the time, but it's
1: all right. <laughs> it's all right. He's a good Listen, kid. when you guys call me up, ready to the big leagues. I've been preparing for this my entire life, ready to talk about houses, mortgages. I'm excited. 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 And Mr. Faye, how are you doing this morning?
2: Doing great, guys. Doing great. Thanks for having me on the show. Looking forward to it.
0: You got some exciting plans for the rest of this Saturday and into Memorial Day weekend? Uh,
2: no, tomorrow's supposed to be a nice day though. Sunday's supposed to be a very, uh, very nice day, so we might have some some people over, do some barbecue. How about Mate, you guys? I
0: guess I guess we missed that invite, yeah, right yeah. 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 yeah, check right. your check your junk email. Yeah, okay? <laughs> check my spam email. There, there you spam. go. <laughs> There you go. But anyway, so, uh, Brian, you know, I'm really glad you were able to join us. You know, one of the things that we've been hearing a lot about is a term starting to come back, and that is an adjustable rate mortgage. Um, ARM, or an ARM as a lot of people know it as. And, right. you know, we know back in 06, 07, 08, those got a little out of control because after that locked in period, you know, Things were just kind of all over the place. Um, but with rates going the way they are now, there might be some opportunities for people to take advantage of those. So tell us a little bit more about those and you know who they might be a good option for and who you probably wouldn't recommend them for.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So ARM, like you said, adjustable rate mortgage. I've not done one of those in 10 years, 12 years since, to your point, 06, 07, 08. They were very popular back then. Uh, back then, the main ARM was a 228 which means the rate stays fixed for two years, and then the next 20, it goes to a variable rate. So more popular arms now are, it's called a 3-1, 5-1, or 7-1 arm. So what that means is the first part, the 3-5 or 7, that's how long it stays fixed for. So a 3-1 arm stays fixed for three years, 5-1 arm, five years, 7-7, et cetera, et cetera. Um, And what that means is during that three to five-year, seven-period period, uh, period, you get a lower interest rate. Um, And then once that term is up, it goes to an adjustable rate. The most common rate, it's called a 225. So what that means, it stays fixed for, let's just say it's a 5-1 arm. It stays fixed for five years. On year six, it can either go up or down two points. That's that two part. The second year, which is seven, it goes up or down again another 2%. With a max of five. So the 225 is how much can go up each year with a maximum of five. But you do save money in the short term. Um, To your point, I'm not a big arm guy. I'm more of a 30 year fixed guy. But I do understand this with the rates the way they are. People are asking uh, about how arms and how it can save money
1: um, each month. Now, just Brian, if, oh, go ahead, Ryan. I was going to ask if you're, uh, if you're a first time home buyer, right? Like if you're somebody looking to just jump into the market like myself, is an arm something you would consider or you would still put it to the side in lieu of like a 30 year fix or something? And again,
2: it's it's, everyone's situation's different. So you guys know better than I do. I think the average person stays in their home maybe seven years. So it really matters how long you're going to be in in the house for. So a lot of times people are like, Hey, I'm moving in three or five years. I'm transferring. I'm not going to be in this house for that long. That's a great opportunity for an arm you know, as long as you know the risks. So after that three or five year or seven year period, that rate is going to fluctuate up or down. Um, I usually recommend a 30 year fixed rate. And the reason I do that is because, you know, let's say you do an arm today and it's four and a quarter and a 30 year fix is five. So you can save, you know, 75 basis points a month over that three or five year period. That will save you money, probably save you depending on the loan, about 100, 150 bucks a month. That's true savings. But what happens is, when the if the rates come back down in the next year or two, let's say they are back down <clears> to the oh <flow throat> threes, you're going to want to refinance that arm into a fixed rate. Then, you know, you you have to do the the refinance anyway. And if the rates go up, you're kind of stuck mm-hmm. in that adjustable rate. So it's, it's it is a risky um, arms are risky. That that's what it is. It's what your risk threshold is. is what I would talk to the so, client. About.
3: So the worst case scenario is with an arm, and if I you may have to go over the numbers again, uh, Faye. But the worst the worst cases you could get let's say you get an arm for four percent yeah. what did you say like four yeah 4.2 yeah. it could potentially double in it the could next go to nine so if you're at four the max it can only go up to five nine. so yeah, you could cool. double that's your worst case and how many and what in four years you said Is it four or well, five it
2: depends or arm you choose so a three one arm has a lower rate than a five-year arm and a five-year arm has a lower rate than a seven-year arm so the longer the rate is fixed that 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 determines the interest rate right so, so yeah went worst case scenario and your rate was locked at four after that x amount of period it could go up to as high as nine
3: this Not reminds me of that third year though because this two reminds two me two. of that scene in the big short when he's at the strip club yeah you no know, talking <laughs> about and this is that she's yeah. talking about you no know, it's and we're yeah. kind of joking but this is actually how they got in trouble last time right i mean he says to all
2: those rates were arms and i think 80 percent of foreclosures Don't call me again were arm low, right
3: and she thought so. she could the exotic dancer thought that she could could uh, be fine, finance huh? and he's gotta. Kind of, he, and he tells it. Well, he's you're he's lying, right? Like you, yeah. yes. you get in trouble.
2: You so Have to
0: qualify in
2: the back in the day. So yes. Um, so,
0: Brian, right. you mentioned a lot about um, the fluctuation in rates, but then you also mentioned points. <clears throat> yep. So. Give give the ninety four niners listening out there a little bit of an explanation about points, and then are points applicable in an arm? So, for example, if your arm rate was going to be four percent, could you pay points to lower that to set yourself up to be even you know at a lower interest rate? So, if it did double to Ryan's point, you know maybe you're paid enough points to get it down to two, so it's doubling to four versus starting at four and doubling to eight.
2: Yeah, so a point is uh, one point is one percent of the loan amount. So just for rough numbers, let's just say our mortgage is two thousand dollars or $2,000, dollars one point would be $2,000. So what you can do is you can give that one point to the bank ahead of time. Like here, Mr. Bank, here's $2,000 I'm gonna give you today. And my rate will go from four to say 375 on that arm. Now to your point, that extra, usually with a point, your break even point is seven years. So in other words, you'll save whatever amount per month to pay that point you won't recoup that $2,000 until usually you're six or seven. So I never recommend arm uh, points on arm loans just because the break even normally doesn't work out because you're going to either reap your goals to refinance or um, sell or get out of that loan within that five to seven year period. So I never really recommend it's a good question, but in my opinion, I would not pay points on an arm loan arms, more of a long-term play. So if you're going to be in the house for 30 years, and you want to pay one or two points, in the long run, you're going to save money. It's not really a short-term fix. So if you're only going to be in a house for three years, you never want to pay points. You'll never recoup that money.
3: So if I, let me give you a scenario. So let's say, like, right now I'm showing buyers' houses, and I'm very curious to know, um, and I don't know if we can have you after because we go, we're up against a, a break. Let's uh, go ahead and get yeah.
0: the question out and then get Brian yeah. some time to Just curious to know, like commercial.
3: You know, if people are going to get to be, going guys have to get priced out, can they go to the arm, right? So if it's like, hey, you know what, like, Unfortunately, my payments are a little too high. If I switch to an arm, they'll be lower. Is that an option? But Nothing we can
2: wait. A question, Ryan. So underwriters are not going to. Hold going on. To- no. Ryan, okay.
0: sorry. I don't mean to cut you off. we got to catch a break right here. We've got to hear all about that answer and a lot more coming from you and uh, all the things going on in the mortgage industry. But we will be right back on 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk
2: Joe the gutter guy is celebrating fifth.
0: Radio 94.9 News Now. Chaz Cook back with you along with Mr. Ryan Casey. Producer Bobby out from behind the camera joining us out from behind with some color commentary today and longtime friend of the show Brian Fay is here giving us all we need to know uh, about the mortgage rates and adjustable rate mortgages and points and any other uh, information that he can come up with when we put him on the spot with these questions. But before we get back into rates, I wanted just to give a big shout out to our friends at Service Station Equipment and remind everyone with Memorial Day weekend Mm -hmm. here, if you have not filled up those pools yet, make sure you reach out to Irish Spring Pools. They've got that secret tank water and they will come over there and get you set up for success to enjoy the pool this summer. But back to Mr. Brian Fay.
2: Uh, Ryan, to answer your question, which is a good question, I think your question was basically, you know, let's say you can't afford that $400 house because the rate's 5%, but you can't afford that 4.25 to do the arm. Mm -hmm. An underwriter is going to underwrite that file based on the higher rate. So they're not going to underwrite it on the four and a quarter. They're going to put the higher rate in there because they know after a certain amount of time, you have to, to qualify. So they're always going worst case scenario on them, And not every underwriter. So there might be some lenders that don't do that, but most lenders will go off the, the higher interest rate.
3: Right. And, you know, we talk about how rates will start to, if they continue to increase, people are going to kind of take a break but it's interesting it's like how do you know I kind of tell my my buyers and you know that I send you clients I'm like you know Faye is like a doctor not in that sense but you got to do like some checkups you got to make sure that you are so
2: Dr. Faye Dr.
3: Faye Faye, you got to do these checkups with your loan officer that basically you know because as rates continue to go up what you and I have a buyer in mind I'm thinking about right now they were showing houses you you pre-approved them back in around Christmas time And now we're we're still out there looking because they've been unfortunately losing out on a lot of offers. And I'm like, you got to check in. And I'm curious to know, like, are people checking in with you, Faye, or is it mostly it's it's they put an offer, an offer. And we had a guy like this, you know, he put an offer in, and unfortunately, he realized what his monthly payments were going to be, even though we kind of went before before, yeah, yeah, yeah. So is it kind of like is that how people are going to have to start to start to realize it's not really they check in with you, it's more they get a house under contract and realize oh. You know, I you know what I'm this. realizing?
2: It's more in the realtor. So depending on the realtor, because again, I have I might pre approve someone back in January and I just haven't been in touch with them since then. So then they're going to follow up with me. Usually after they put an offer, and like, hey, Brian, just put an offer on this price. And that's when they have the conversation. But realtors like Ryan and a couple of realtors, they'll, they'll want an updated pre-approval letter that need something that they'll say, hey, make sure you reach out to Brian because rates have changed. And a couple of times it has been payment shock. Let's yeah. call it that way because... When we first talked to him, the rate could have been two seven five, and now we're in the fives, and that's a big difference on a four hundred thousand dollar purchase price, it could be four or five hundred bucks. And right. To our point, that client was in Hamden, and the rates are also uh, the tax are very high in Hamden as well. So he had some payment shock when he uh, when he went there. But it is a good idea for anyone who's been pre-approved that hasn't talked to their lender in the last two or three months, just check in, just say, hey, what's my payment going to be? Do I still qualify? What's happening in the market?
3: So that's right. important. And that's how it starts.
0: That's how it starts. So, Brian, you know, we we're talking a lot about mortgage interest rates, but the Fed also just announced <clears throat> a couple of days ago, Wednesday, actually, um, that they're going to potentially be doing another 50 basis point increase and mm. could be several of them after we just saw the biggest uh, rate increase in the last 22 years. Yes. And we talked a little bit about this um, last week with Pat, but. So normally, what we see is when the Fed does a rate hike, we actually see interest rates tick down. Can you kind of talk to that about that a little bit?
2: Well, sometimes. So basically, the the rates right now they are based off the Fed increasing the rates. So keep in mind when the Fed increases the rates, that's not the mortgage rate. The Fed rate is what banks lend to other banks, how the banks borrow money. So obviously, if the banks are borrowing money at higher interest rates, that's going to trickle down to the to the mortgage rate. But sometimes, what will happen is. It, Today, they are anticipating the Fed increasing those rates You know, when the next Fed meeting comes out. And sometimes at the meeting, when they just increase it to 50 basis points, the rates actually came down a little bit that day because they anticipated them going up a little bit higher. They didn't, so they came back down a little bit. But based on the Fed's continuing to increase rates, it will or it should increase the 30-year rates slowly. So it's not like when the Fed increases fifty basis points, my rate goes up fifty basis points, but my rate will continue to to increase slow and steady as as we, we say. Right. Um, but and sometimes it- when the Fed increases the rate they go up, sometimes down, but not all the time. So the last time this happened, like I said, the rates actually we the rates got a, a little bit better that day. Uh, anticipating it was gonna be a little worse, but it wasn't.
3: But you said they listened to key words, right? And then they anticipate They do. It's
2: funny that it's it's all, all on what they talk about and how they say it and you know. So one word can adjust the the market pretty pretty strongly depending on what's said.
3: So this you know the Fed came out in this article that we're looking at. If you guys are viewing us on uh, online, it's on CNBC. It came out Wednesday, the twenty fifth of May. When would? you know, the banks are to anticipate. They see these keywords. Like, is this something that you see takes a couple As of weeks? As of now, now?
2: They'll, they'll start anticipating. But it's funny because you can't control, like, no one really knows what the rate's going to do because the rates have come down these last two weeks. Well, mm-hmm. so rates are currently now, for me, in the high fours, low fives. Mm-hmm. They were up at the mid fives a few weeks ago. So they're actually going down. I would assume they'd be increasing. Um, there's just no way of actually knowing what the rates will do. They're anticipating them increasing. But again, these last two weeks, it's been the opposite of what everyone's been, been saying. So you, you never know. But I do, I get those calls all the day when the Fed announces the, 50%, or the 50 basis points. Hey, Brian, did the rate just go up half a point? No, they they did not go up half a basis, uh,
0: half a point. And Brian, based off your experience, since you've been you know in the mortgage industry for a long time, and you've seen some of the ebbs and flows that we've gone through, do you think that the rest of 2022 is going to continue to kind of be this roller coaster with the rates? Where we go, maybe four seven, five and a half, five two, four nine, you know, just or do you think, I think it will be?
2: You know, based on inflation continuing to arise to rise and Fed increasing the rates, I do think it's going to be a bit of a roller coaster. So, the good news on my end, I figured they would be up higher now. So when they hit five. In the mid fives, I assume that it was going to keep going, and you know, by the end of the year, it'll we'll be at six. And now they're in the low fives, high fours. So, I don't know if anyone really knows where the rates are going to go. You know, I know that, that doesn't sound great, but I don't think anyone knows. But we're anticipating them continue to increase.
3: Well, that that sounds like why arms are
2: coming back <laughs> out, which is why now arms are becoming more popular. Popular again, you want to save save that that money on the monthly
3: payment. Right, right, get it. Well, Faye, we appreciate the time. We know you're a
0: busy man, even on this Saturday. You're wheeling I'm never, and dealing.
2: I am never too busy for you guys. That's true. That never. is true.
0: He is. He's the hardest working man in the mortgage industry. Yep. That's right. That's why he works with the hardest working team in real estate, the One Team. Um, and if you are interested in joining the One Team, you can go to the One Team WR or you can go to realestatescholarship.com and uh, apply to get your license paid for by Mr. Byron Lazine himself. So that's a really cool opportunity. Ha- I've actually had the chance to meet a few of the agents that went through that program. Uh, they're just starting to onboard with the team and kind of get their feet underneath them and go through our new agent program. So it's really exciting to see um some new faces uh see that program that he created uh take shape and uh you know we're excited for those agents to join us and to you know get in the trenches
3: and Faye, how can people reach you like they're listening right now right they're in their car and they're like my god what's what's <laughs> I, I need to guy. lock it this in baby so you heard something they're gonna call you like arms legs neck you tell me what it is i'm, I'm in it. how can they reach you
2: uh, well, we're New England Home Mortgage in Southernton, Connecticut. My cell is eight six zero two five zero four nine eight two. Always best place to get me is my cell. But I appreciate that, and of course, you guys know how to get a hold of me anytime. So,
0: absolutely. Thank so, NewEnglandHomeMortgage.com. Do. dot com, and you can reach out to Mr. Brian Fay or anyone uh, on his team there to get all of your questions answered. And uh, we really appreciate the time and for you coming out and. Joining us and being a longtime friend of the show, you know your knowledge is always appreciated, and I'm sure all the listeners out there feel the same. Wow, how Perfect. much you paid, Chaz? My God! <laughs> I mean, all right, he's you
3: know
0: he's not Warren Buffett here. He's oh, he's B. Fay, he's B.
2: Fay, he's B. Yeah, all right.
3: all
1: right,
2: guys, I appreciate you having me on, and uh, enjoy the rest yes. of the next
1: weekend. Yep. You too, Take Mr. Fay. Bye, guys. Bye, Bobby. Have a good break, one, Fay. You're killing it. Love it. Thank you. Me. Thank you. My big break. Later, boys. See all you. right.
3: Alright, so we're gonna go, well how much time we got left here? Nine minutes, It's said three minutes left and now I see nine minutes.
1: Yeah, we're at nine, we're at nine minutes here gentlemen. Nine <laughs> minutes, right. nine seconds. We got a couple more
0: minutes left in the segment here. You know. I love that, you know, because you know, coming up next is like one of my favorite segments. It's, be, you know, I get excited to be able to talk about what all the one team agents are doing. And so, you know, when we come back, we're going to have that one team weekly rewind where I do all of the work, and then Ryan just says a bunch of towns randomly off a sheet of paper. That's right. So that we hope you, you all are...
1: you love to see it,
0: love You're, to see, see it. So we hope you guys that. are excited for that, and we will be back in uh, just a minute here. Ninety four nine News now. Real estate rate.
1: Accessory Warehouse on...
0: Welcome back to Real Estate Radio 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk. I found my voice during the break. I apologize for that, and uh, I want to give a big shout-out to uh, to Bobby for jumping in there and uh, finishing out our send-off before break. Uh, But as always, we are here with the One Team Weekly Rewind as we do every third segment. And Ryan, you know, we, we had ourselves another another week here. Yeah, pretty impressive. Good week. Uh, I, I'm pretty excited that you are going to get to say your favorite town in Connecticut. But we'll get to that one in a little people, bit here. I mean,
3: you don't have people like are running. Like, remember right. back in the old days when you know they were listening, to The only way they could get news on the radio and they gather around. That's what that's what they're doing right now. The families are you know stop whatever they're doing on their iPhones and gathering around the radio to hear Ryan Casey read off a couple towns to read off to
0: say the word Naugatuck. People uh, people plan their whole week around this, Ryan. That's right? They're, they're like. We're going to hear the Rewind with Ryan Casey. Then we're going to go out. We're going to start the grill, cook up some burgers and dogs, you know. There the we go. Day weekend. Uh, anyways, back to the task at hand here. We had 11 new listings, 13 under contract, and 11 closings. We are kicking off our new listings with 156 Melbourne Street. Where's and that, where's that one located That's That's right? baby. Naugatuck. And that one came on the market for two hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars. That is an Alex Pepe listing. Uh, one of our newer agents there. He is just absolutely killing it. If you guys have not checked out Alex yet, Bob, that's what Bob I call him the Machine. He just doesn't stop. Alex the Machine Pepe. The machine. All right, back to the house at hand though. You got public water. You got public sewer. You have a one-car detached garage. You've got moderately priced taxes. Again, this is $225,000 for this ranch-style house. It's two bedrooms, two full baths. Make sure you check that one out. It will not last long. Moving on, we had 65 Townhouse Lane, unit number 65 in Wethersfield, Connecticut. Say that 10 times fast. That one actually just had a little bit of a, uh, price adjustment. Came on the market for $210. It is now down to $199. That is a two bedroom, one and a half bath townhouse. Taxes around $3,500. You are allowed to have pets there. You've got moderate HOA fees at $327. And if you're interested in a townhouse, you can, that townhouse, you can reach out to Abby Bro. Abby at oneandcompany.com. Next up, we've got Severn Gregory Road in West Haven. This one came on the market for $285,000. I'm going to spare you the suspense on this one, though, because it is under contract. So congrats to Candace on that one. We'll be talking about the under contracts here in just a few. Next up, we had 279 Dow Road in Plainfield, Connecticut. That came on the market for $289,000. Plainfield up in Wyndham County. Uh, this beautiful colonial is three bedrooms, two baths, just under 1,250 square feet and about two acres worth of land. So definitely get out there. Check that one out because you want to know why. That one's listed by everyone's favorite realtor, Lee Bar. Oh, Here he comes. Here, here he comes. comes. I, yeah, he- I notice it's Lee A. Bar. Oh, Lee A. Bar. Lee A. Bar. He cha- he's getting too professional for us. We're going gonna- to change his name. From Lee Bar- Bar- A-bar. We
1: run a contest and see who, which one of our listeners can guess the A in Lee's <laughs> yes. name.
3: Yeah, I think that would be. Yeah. We'll just find out it's just the letter
1: A. Just the letter A. Right. I thought
3: his middle name was Raising cuz Lee's always raising the bar.
1: Raising? Oh, Lee raising oh, the
0: bar. Ryan worked <laughs> on that one all
1: week, ladies and
0: gentlemen. I have seen him week. he's been taking notes since like last Saturday when we were on the show. He's like, "I got to get this one down. I got to nail this dad joke." Anyways, 27 Old Berry Road in Waterford, Connecticut came on the market for $419,900, and that is a Mary Pula listing. This cape-style house has four bedrooms, two and a half baths, just under 2,800 square feet, and about an acre and a quarter's worth of land. I'm looking at these pictures, and it looks like you're out in the country there. It's a beautiful lot, Um, lots to offer. So make sure you reach out to Mary, Mary mary.pula at ravis.com, if you are interested in living in the Waterford-Quaker Hill area. 23 Latimer Drive in East Lime came on the market for $430,000. This is, oh, my goodness, it's another Lee A. listing. It's beautiful colonial, four bedrooms, two baths, 1,800 square feet, about a half an acre's worth of land. You've got a mudroom, a beautiful den, just an absolutely gorgeous house. So if you are interested in living in the East Lime area, make sure you reach out to Lee A. Bar, uh, lee at oneandcompany.com. Right near the high school. Right Good near up. the high yep. school. East Lime schools top 12 in the state, so right oh. up there, beautiful. I actually live in the village of Niantic, which is part of East Lime. Uh, i sure if anyone asks, but keep going. <laughs> 96 Jones Hill Road, unit number D3 in West Haven, Connecticut. That one came on the market for $240,000. is two bedrooms, two and a half baths. You've got a lot going on here. You are allowed pets, so these condos, they're really loosening those restrictions on the pets there. Uh, but this is a Jess. A Hoover listing. What's going on hey. here with all these middle names all of a sudden? We're a go Hoover, check our MLS listings here. Is everybody like Lee A. Bar, Jess A. Hoover, Ryan A. Casey, Chaz A. Cook. Yeah, we're right. usually mean it, they're just like Ryan, hey, hey Casey. Hey. Hey.
1: The real question is, are Lee's middle name and Jess's middle name
0: the same? That's what hey, we. Oh, goofy. we will. We will get back to you on that. But uh, wants to know. Yeah. Gather around, kids. <laughs> Moving right along, we had 11 Blaze Road in Montville, Connecticut, come on the market for $299,000. This raised ranch offers three bedrooms, one and a half baths. Oh my goodness, that is another Lee A. Bar, Lee Bar listing. Wow, that man, he is just on a hot streak. Mm. Uh, you've got a one-car-attached garage there. You've got just about um, three qu- or a third of an acre, sorry, not three-quarters of an acre, third of an acre. And you are looking right around uh, 2,000 square feet with the upper and lower levels. So make sure you reach out to Lee at OneAndCompany.com if you are interested in living in the Mottville area. Next up, we've got a beautiful one here. This one is a direct waterfront home, 85 Oswagachi Hills, brought to the market by Anne Carpenter. This one came on the market for $1,050,000. It is two bedrooms, two baths, 1,900 square feet. This house was completely redone in 2001. It was designed with engineered beams in place so that you can basically customize it to make it your own. It is a gorgeous spot out there in the Oswegochee Hills neighborhood. Um, So make sure you reach out to Anne if you are interested in a waterfront property. Next up, 15 Division Street, also another waterfront property brought to the market by Ann Carpenter. Very nice house. Very nice house. Beautiful house. Came on the market for $899,900. It's three bedrooms, three and a half baths, 2,000 square feet. Great thing about this, it's right on Jordan's Cove, which is a nice little uh, hidden space out in Waterford there. Um, This house was built in 1850, so you would think... You know at that age it might have some stuff going no this house is completely redone it is absolutely gorgeous and if you're not familiar with the jordan's cove area definitely take a ride out there and check it out um it's a little hidden gem And that will do it for our new listings. But now we have 13 under contracts and 11 closings brought to you by Mr. Ryan Casey. Let's give the
3: people what they came here for, Chaz. So these are the towns that we've gotten under contract in the last week, all right? So if you hear yours, give us a call. It's Niantic, Quaker Hill, East Lime, New Haven, Brantford, Montville, East Haven, Madison, Norwalk, West Haven, Guilford, East Haddam, Roxbury, Kind of interesting. Like, you know how there's always, like, trends, like, fashions and all that stuff? Remember, like, two years ago, I was, like, I was going to East East Haddam every day. Mm -hmm. I was, like, the king of East Haddam. And all of a sudden, like, kind of trends, I'm not sure, you know, like, it's just interesting. You You look at some of these towns and you wonder, you know...
0: What what the story is? Well, you know, yeah. I, I I think you're onto something there because you know, Big Brother's probably tracking us because I, I feel you like if I have a, a buyer I'm working with like Middletown area, mm. next thing you know, I have five buyers I'm working with in the Middletown area. Right. right. Yeah. It seems like, like it's
3: always more. I know we're kind of going off tangent here, but <laughs> I know it's like more like this year for me, I've been heading more to like the Trumbull, the Milford, where maybe two years ago he's had them.
1: Um, Are these the, time, the hot spots to look for town for houses in Connecticut, guys? Is this is this the, the hidden don't... gems? I don't I don't know Bobby I really don't know cuz a lot well I had a lot of
3: clients from New York this was more 2020 went from Manhattan, Brooklyn, and they were leave, living in East Haddam. And I'm like, what a jump, right? right, like, right.
1: You're, well, you're, look, despite being from New York, living on the surface of the sun is better than living in Manhattan. Okay? Oh, so.
0: oof. All right, oh. hopefully we don't have any uh, 94 and Niners that are goes, from New York here and are going to to call listeners. in and uh, <laughs> give B- Producer Bobby a piece of our mind. Remind you, this is Producer Bobby's opinion, not Ryan Casey's he's, and we not, do not This does
3: not reflect the one team in any way. <laughs> call but, the lawyers up. All right, let me finish up with closing. And then we can we can move on. We can move on to Harpsby consult some more people. So close uh, these are the towns we have: closing in Waterbury, Milford, Guilford, East Windsor, Hamden, East Hartford, New London, Cromwell, Guilford, Fairfield, Waterford. You know something, there, Taz? That's everywhere.
0: Everywhere, I love it. Where you want to be, everywhere, man. And if you are listening, and if you are thinking about buying and selling, definitely make sure you reach out to one of us at the One Team because, as you can hear from where our listings are, from our under contracts, and from our closings, we can help you wherever you live in the great state of Connecticut.
3: Mm -hmm. Absolutely, and like I said, you know, we got Memorial Day weekend. I think, I think we're, and we can talk about this next segment as well. I think we're going to see more houses come on, which is great news for our buyers. But the reason why I think more houses are coming on, because I don't think sellers want to miss this trade. Right. Because we listen to Faye, we listen to these potential interest rates going up, and all this stuff could start to happen. And I'm, I'm dreading those days, but these days, this day will come, where I'm going to say, hey, you know what, Johnny, remember I told you your house was 500,000? Well now it's 475, 460, and Johnny's going to be like, no it's not. It's still 500,000, I know I did this, I did that, but unfortunately... It's not the market any longer. So I think, you know, this, uh, yeah, we'll say the smart sellers are the ones who are putting the house on the market now before this shift. And
2: it will shift.
0: Get out in front of the shift. Be an early adopter. You know, that may not be your comfort zone, but in this current housing market, it is in your best interest to do so. You know, it's not going to be an overnight shift, but it will definitely be a shift. So be prepared for that. We will be right back on 94.9 News Now, stimulating talk. State Radio. We are back for our final segment. Again, I have found my voice. I got to, you know, give a big shout out to Mr. Ryan Casey and Bobby for, you know, reminding me that I do know how to speak. The words sometimes just get stuck. So thank you, fellas, for that. But uh, we are going to bring it home, this final segment leading into Memorial Day weekend. And uh, we're going to have a little story time with Mr. Ryan Casey to kick it off.
3: Yeah. All right, kids. I, gather, I know you were just about to leave once I read off the town. So I want you to come back to the radio. All right. I'm going to tell it's, it's time for Casey's Corner, a little story. Casey's hey, Corner. Corner. There he I mean, Hashtag. grab a little hot chocolate, maybe a little warm, but you know, and uh, I want to tell you a story really quick. I was, um, it's been beautiful these last couple days, right? We dealt with that heat last week. It was a little cooler. So I said to myself, I'm going door knocking.
0: All oh right? boy. Went,
3: That's right. So I put my new balanced dad shoes on, got my high white socks. And I was like, I have my flyers. I'm like, I'm going to knock on some doors. So I, I came across this one, uh, this one gentleman and I uh, just, you know, I said, Hey, here's the marketing stats. For the neighborhood. That's it. I, cause I'll be honest with you, when people knock on my, my door, I hide behind the couch, right? Until they're gone. Until your little attack uh, dog so, scares them away. Yeah, so I just, <laughs> I just say, hey, here you go, right? And they gotta a walk up. a
1: long way to get to your door from the street, Ryan. So they're putting, they're putting the effort in to get there. Yeah, yeah, you know what? And
3: that, that's not gonna... Stop me from hiding behind the couch and, and wait until <laughs> around the corner until they go. So I come across this one guy and he's uh, he's clearing up a yard and his yard, I'm, I'm supposing, right? And uh, I said, "Hey, here's the marketing stats of what's going on in this town." He's like, "Well, you know what? Funny you mention that. We're starting to think about possibly selling, but I don't know." This night, he's like, "I, you know," and he's telling us his story. So to make a long story short, he has a tenant in this house, and there is um, unfortunately, it hasn't been the greatest tenant. So he said to me, Well, I think what we're going to do is like, he told me what he won. I think he won 450, which was a little bit high. It was a little bit high. Um, even in this market. And he goes, Well, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to fix this up and, um, then I'm going to put it on the market. Maybe, I'm not sure how long it's going to take me. I got to get rid of the tenant. It hasn't been the greatest tenant. And I said to him, I said, Hey, look, you know, you can do, you always do what is, what you feel is best for you. He was talking about his wife and financially, whatever. But I think you're better off putting it on the market now. I think you have a better chance putting this house and the condition it's in right now, and was, we didn't go inside, but he was describing the condition, and getting your 450, as opposed to getting rid of this tenant, fixing up, rates go up, buyers are gone, and now you're going to try to get 450. Because I, I, I was honest with him. I was like, 450 already seems kind of high. But I think you can get close. I think you can get close. But um, unfortunately, you know, he's like, okay, well, it's good to know. And he, like every smart man, he says, I'm going to talk to my wife first. And I said, beautiful. Brilliant man. Brilliant. Um, <clears throat> but I think that's kind of... The mindset, and Chaz is going to jump into an article a little bit, why people are putting it on now. And that's what I would, you know, for those who are listening out there right now, and you're like, well, you know, I got I want to do this and that, you know, I have family members. I was like, don't do anything. Put it on the market. See what you can get. Now, here's, you know, here's the thing. You can always kind of aim high. And if you don't get it and you're not happy and you don't like what you're seeing, you can always take it off. And we can always relist it down the line. However, what goes up must come down. And right now we are up. We are still up, but the writings are on the wall. Uh, I am sure Byron talked about this. I, my my mortgage company's loan depot, they just fired 48% of their staff 2 weeks ago.
1: A lot of companies staff. are on a hiring freeze right now. Uber, yeah. a lot of a lot of people, right?
3: And and that's th- these are the writings on the wall. Now, I'm not saying like, you know, we I do not. I do not use the word crash, and I will not use that at all. We Byron's been using the perfect word. It's called shift. There's going to be a shift. It's not going to be like oh seven, oh eight. Um, you know, it's we're in, we're still in an inventory problem. People again pre-approved. There's no ninja loans, which is no income, no uh, what's the end, no job, no job, right? Yeah, yeah. no, no job. Um, so, but the shift is coming. So, I would highly recommend. You know, and we're going to get into this article. Just you know, put on the um, put on the put the house on. I mean, what's the worst case scenario? Right. I mean, now people say, well, you know, it's a different story. Like, well, where am I going to go in this market? Well, that's different. But if you have an investment and you have been thinking about unloading, uh, but I think the train's going to take off soon and you don't want to miss it.
0: You definitely do not, uh, which is a beautiful segue into that article that you had aforementioned um, from CNBC dot com uh, that, you know, what we saw last week. Yeah. Nine percent increase mm-hmm. in the amount of homes for sale. Yeah. Oh, compared with the same period a year ago. That's a real tip from realesthat.com stat. That is the biggest annual gain the company has seen since it began tracking the metric back in 2017. So we're talking pre-pandemic numbers here. So 9% jump year over year. So that's, that's one big sign that, you know, a lot more houses are coming to the market. And then Redfin also reported that Um, New listings rose nearly twice as fast in the four weeks ending May 15th as they did during the same period a year ago. So interest rates have got people thinking about it, you know, just a little bit of a shift, the the Fed rate hikes, everything that's going on in the world has really got people focused in on real estate Mm. because that is one of, for most people, their biggest investment, and it's also going to probably be one of the times in their lives where their house is worth more than it ever will be again, depending on where you are in your, you know, Homeownership period, yeah,
3: and I would love to see um, that nine percent be dissected. Like, who are these nine percent? Right, because I mean, I I, you got to be compassionate with people. Like, say, yeah, we got to do this and put on, but you know, we understand you have some place to go as well, right? Um, But if you have been kind of waiting, especially like I said, investments, um, or you do have a place, maybe you're, you're heading south, you're going somewhere else, completely different. You know, this is this is the time i mean we are in technically the spring market if let's say we were in a normal market this is still like the busiest time where most houses come on right um so just something to think about i mean you know all unfortunately all good things come to an end if you are you know a seller a buyer not so much and it's and and i had this conversation with a buyer two days ago i said hey look you know good news more houses are coming on bad news is your rate might go up you know so um but it is what it is. You got to still find that right house. You can't just force yourself like, oh my god, you know, the rates going up, so let's just get this house even though we don't like it. Don't do that. Not saying to do that at all. Um but it's, you know, it's it's a very difficult time and as I tell everybody, you know, just talk to an agent even if you don't think about buying or selling. It's something that you would you always want to know, right?
0: Absolutely. And, you know, just to like also, again, just to kind of put it in perspective so that everyone knows, you know, we're still just we're at 2.1, 2.2 months of inventory. You know, we're nowhere near a healthy market, so we still do have an uphill battle. But if we keep seeing month over month or year over year, 9% increases in inventory, we are eventually going to catch up. Yes, it's probably going to take another 12 to 15 months, but we will get there quicker than you think we will. You know, look what happened from. March of 2020 to call it, you know, January, 2022, Mm -hmm. right? So what is that? That's probably in uh, 21 months. Mm -hmm. um, We can regain quicker than we can lose, right? right? Especially with interest rates creeping up to your point. So be mindful of that. You know, there is some time, there's not a lot of time. And to Ryan's point, you know, if you think your house is worth X now, put it on there, Let the market tell you differently. Don't go investing thousands, tens of thousands of dollars to do things that you think you need to do because, well, one, we also know that there's a shortage in contractors and workers. Mm. So by the time you can get somebody out there to help you get your home looking exactly how you want it to look, you might be three, six months down the road and you could have listed it today and still gotten the same deal you would get then. And unfortunately,
3: there's there's still desperation, right? So... Um, right now, you know, today is May 28th, right? Saturday, May 28th. Yep, the average, the average financing takes about 45 to 60 days. So call it 60 days. All right, so that brings you to July 26th. That gives you really one more month. <clears throat> Excuse me. So you have one more month for these parents to get their kids in a new school system if need be. So there's a desperation right now. And that, those are usually, you know, people say all the time, like, well, who are these people who, you know, are going $70,000, $40,000 over? Like, these are people that have to move. They don't want to do it. I'm sure, you know, everyone wants a deal and wants to, you know, but they have to do it. Either it's for work, it's for school. And like I said, you know, I I hear it all the time from parents. Well, we want at least uh, a month to, uh, to be able to breathe and move in. And we're at 60 days, you know, 60-day
0: financing today is July 27th. So... Right. So you're thinking about, you know, getting into the house, getting acclimated, you know, kind of getting your feet under you, unpacking and hal- allowing everyone to get settled in before that school year starts. So, Especially yeah. with
1: older kids too. college kids start, you know, second week in August and stuff like that. People moving their kids in first week yeah. of college. Yeah. And they're going to I mean, it's a lot. It's right. A lot. Bobby,
0: you just graduated college, right? Are you still in college? You're, you know, you oh, know, like a are like the, no, the young been, whippersnapper I've been, I've been, on I've
1: the show. Of, I've been out of college for quite a few years now. Bobby, what time is your mom picking you up? Uh yeah, she said she said to just wait at the corner. She actually dropped me off in front of the uh one team office about a year ago and she hasn't come back. So yeah. She had to come back. Oh. She fingers crossed. Yeah, that's all right. We love Bobby. He does a great job. We joke around.
0: Uh, he does an okay job. I want to say he great. does a, a really good job, and you know when he, he's really helpful is when you kind of you know finishes your Yeah, he finishes, your, sen- words yeah, he finishes your sentences. Ra- yeah, f- yeah, finishes my sentences. Uh, you know, so without him, I would have fallen flat on my face because there was no evidence that Mister Ryan Casey <laughs> I was, was going to help you. Yeah. I help,
3: I'd yeah. love, I'd love to see the struggle. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I was like, this is going to give us ratings. Is,
0: yeah.
3: this, That's what the night they, people listening us. Chad's going to finish his words. It's like this a cliffhanger
0: time. in a show, right? Yeah. There's, there's, yeah. This episode ends before we come back. I'm just going to tune in next week to find out if Chaz.
3: I <laughs> was, like was like I was watching The Sopranos. It was like, you know, the last episode when it just goes black. Like that's, That was Chaz. He just went he went. Wow. Ryan, you're, 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 you're
1: spoiling a 12-year-old, 13-year-old show for everybody. Not cool. Hey, you know, yeah, I wouldn't want to do that. Well,
0: it's not exactly Sopranos, but we do want to give a, a shout-out. Or not a shout-out. A rest in peace to Mr. Ray Liotta. You know, he did make mafia movies uh, infamous mm-hmm. back in the, the 90s, you know, with Goodfellas. I mean, that's just one of the. Don't forget Field the I, Dreams, too. Feel the Dream. That's true. That yeah. was
1: that. That's the one I was seeing a lot of people uh, on Twitter and stuff. Like, yeah, everybody's sad about Goodfellas, but what about Field of Dreams? Like, Field you forget of, he was yeah. in that movie.
0: Also, you might forget he was in Hannibal.
1: Was he? Oh, yeah. Like yeah. yeah the, the
0: third he actually, yeah. uh, kind of gross, but he did eat part of his own brain, you know, so there, there was that. I, I mean, just so- want to end,
3: end the show. I know Chaz wants to go into uh, cannibalism, <laughs> but I want to talk about, you know, it was a great line. If you plant them, they will come. If you, if you list it, you will sell. It will sell.
1: So if Especially you build, it if with you a one-team agent. Will come, first of Take of all, me
0: right? home, Chaz. Take me, Take oh, me was- home. Oh, I thought they plant the corn. All right, folks. We're going to go ahead and get ready to wrap this one up. As always, uh, we want to give a big shout-out to our friends at Service Station Equipment. And as I mentioned before, if you still have not got your pool up and running, reach out to them. Irish Springs Pool Water. Uh, get some of that secret tap water in there to fill up your pool for this beautiful Memorial Day weekend. We hope that everyone gets to spend some time with family. We want to give a Big happy birthday shout out to Mr. Ryan Casey. His birthday is... Memorial Day. That's right. Ryan, where this can, can people memorable. reach you this weekend if they want to wish you a happy birthday? If you want to
3: wish me a happy birthday or uh, any type of gift, you can uh, email it to KC at oneandcompany.com.
0: That's the last name. C-A-S-E-Y. All right. And if you want to talk to any of the one team agents, you can go to the one team wr. Com. Producer Bobby, we don't want anybody reaching out to you. You've got plenty to no, do. No, yeah. To. Please,
1: please don't re- <laughs> please reach out. out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, but if you want to get in touch with me, you can reach me, chaz at One oneandcompany.com, or if you'd prefer to call or text 860-575 Five four nine six two. That's going to do it for us, guys. Have an absolutely amazing holiday weekend, and we will see you back here next Saturday with another episode of Real Estate Radio on 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk. Got it. Nailed
3: it.
1: Ledger Mystic Norwich.